Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks today on our podcast, and it's hard to believe we're on the 64th podcast. Probably a favorite subject of Stephanie and I as we reviewed these is God loves you. And, uh, you know, friends, can I tell you something? You know, in the midst of our craziness in our life and in the midst of those things that take us to bad places that has our heads wrapped around weird things and that has us... uh, uh, I don't know, I guess the right word would be, you know, the world will upset us. The world will take us to dark places. The world will bring us to worry. The world will the world will take us to places that just uh, are really bad. But when we stop, mm-hmm. when we stop all that, Stephanie, when, when that stops and we can go back and we can look at God and say, whoa, he loves us. You know, it doesn't matter that there's a a pandemic going around right now. It doesn't matter. It does, but it doesn't. And and we're praying for you. And we we pray that even as I speak, our state has opened back up. And uh, we pray that, that, that God is keeping you healthy and happy. But above all these things, when those dark times come, when you go to that bad place, when uh, when you're having your pity party with the privates in the army, when you're, uh, when you're in the, uh, when private BDU can't find a sneaker, when, when life just doesn't seem to be working, you can stop. You can be still, as we talked about on Monday. Uh, we can be happy. We can be doing our duty. Because we know that God loves us, that more than anything else, above all these things, the thing we can put first in our life is God loves us. Friends, I'm so happy to tell you that today. I'm so uh, so glad to come out and be with you. You hear in our voices. Uh, we often joke that you listen in on our conversations. And uh, But I want to start off with a verse that so many of us know, that so many of us look to, that so many of us cherish. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, so God loved the world so much that he loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son, that he sent Christ to die on that cross at Calvary, or as they say in Greek, Golgotha, and uh, that that hill out there. Uh, God loved his uh, world, you, you individually. God loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for you, to be crucified for your sins, to take your sins at that cross at Calvary, to put those things first. And I don't know about you, but I get excited when I, when I hear about that, uh, when I think about those things. And uh, we're always thrilled to have Stephanie Wesco with us, our co-host, the author of To Die Is Game, uh, Finding Abundant Life and Death. And uh, Stephanie, as we think about God loving us and those dark places, those terrible places, those those places we've all been to, those places that uh, you could have resided in but chose not to, uh, what does God's love do for you? How does this all come together? Well, I think God's love is, you know, it's there's that song. I love the song. Um, it says the love of God um, is greater far than tongue or pen could ever tell. And... Wow, what's the name of that song? The Love of God. Amen. Is the name of the song. Um, and, you know, could be with ink the oceans fill or with the stars of parchment made where every 
stalk on earth a quill, or every man a scribe by trade, to write the love of God above, but drain the ocean dry. That's, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, God's love is is it's the whole reason we can live. It's the whole reason we can have joy. It's the whole reason we can have hope. It's the whole reason we can have confidence in living this life and living for Him and um, have the hope of eternal life. I mean, it is it's when the rubber meets the road, it is, um, the very essence of who God is and, um, everything stems from his love. And I think beyond salvation, which is obviously the greatest demonstration of God's love is that daily, that daily sanctification process that, that he does in, in, in our lives as his children, of daily loading us with benefits, daily showering on on us different ways, um, demonstrating his love to us with his joy, with his peace, with his hope and um, his mercy. You know, his mercies are new every morning, his faithfulness. And um, I think there's so many verses that, that could be used here, but um, I love in Romans um, the end of chapter eight, where Paul said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Mm. And he follows that up with verse 37 saying, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And just (laughs) Paul saying nothing. There is absolutely nothing in the world. There is nothing in the universe, seen or unseen, that can separate us from God's love. Yeah. And I think, we, you know, there's so many examples we can see of this being demonstrated, but, um, I think of, I've just, this just comes to mind because I've been, you know, looking, seeing articles, um, and some things on Facebook about, um, one of the men who killed, he was a part of the group of Aka Indians who killed Jim Elliott and Nate Saint. Right. He just went to, yeah, just passed away. Just went to heaven. Yeah. He just went to heaven. And when I look at what God's love does, that's just, that's been in front of me these last few days. And um, when I see what God's love did in that man's life, that God's love was so great and so powerful, it gave Nate Saint's um, sister, wife, it gave Jim Elliott's um, widow, it gave all of those ladies that courage, that power, that grace, that forgiveness to go to the people who had killed their husbands, their brother, and share Jesus with them. You know, God's love is so powerful. It can take the heart of a murderer and turn him into a preacher of the gospel of peace. And it can, you know, God's love is that powerful. It is. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I think of what God's love, you know, God's love takes hate and it, makes it non-existent it it's such a powerful thing and as i think of god's love um 
the Lord brought to mind first Corinthians 13. And, you know, we're, we're here. The Lord just constantly impresses on me. You know, why am I here? Why did God not let me die that day when I should have died? Why did he spare my life? What is his purpose for me? And quite honestly, it boils down to, he wants me to be showing his love to others that that's his purpose for me. And when you go to first Corinthians 13 and I've heard this Pat, this whole chapter be horribly, horribly abused. Yeah. Ironically enough, mostly by people who don't know what real love looks like. You're right and about this that. Is, this yep. is, this is toted as they're, well, this is what love looks like. And it's like, that's right. This is what the love of God looks like. And this God's love, you know, the basis for real love is purity. It's honesty. It's full of truth. You know, if you have if you have a warped view of love, um, you know, love does not condone sin. Love does not say it's okay to abuse someone. Love does not say it's okay to lie. That's not love. That is that is a devilish, twisted version of love that fits sinful humans' agendas. Yeah. God's love first is pure. It's peaceable. It's all of those things. But when you have that ground base of truth for your love. First Corinthians 13 is the outworking of that truly Christ-filled biblical love. And I love um, when it starts at verse 4, you know, it gives all these, you know, if you, you can have all the right standards, you can even have special gifts, you can do all of these things. But if your baseline isn't that Christ-filled love, Jesus says you're nothing yeah. without his love. And, you know, so in other words, a list of standards, a list of good works, a list of a great outward image is absolutely nothing if the love of Christ is not the basis of it. Right. If he's he's not in it. Yeah. If he's not in it, we might as well all go home. Yeah. Yeah. But I love when you get into further in the chapter, we see Jesus. um, When I look at starting at verse four there. You could put Jesus in the place of every place, every word, every place where charity is listed, where that, where that, what I call Christ-filled love looks like. You could just put Jesus there. Jesus suffereth long and is kind. Jesus envieth not. Jesus is love. That this one of the shortest verses, you know, one of the first things that I taught my children when we started doing scripture memory with them was God is love. Yeah. And it's so short, three little words. And yet it is the basis for our hope. It's the whole basis for us to be able to live this life and go through the valleys and the mountaintops and have a, have a stable place to stand, have that foundation. Because if we don't have that foundation of the fact that we serve a God who is love, yes, he's holy. Yes, he's pure. Yes, he's all of these things. But that makes his love trustworthy. We can trust his love because we know that we serve a God who never fails. And real love will never fail. You know, there's just so many things there in 1 Corinthians 13 that when I look at what God's love looks like, that's what 1 Corinthians 13 is all about. And um, I just love the fact that because Jesus loves me and because he lives in me, because his love, his love lives in me. Yeah. He can give me the strength. If I'm, if I'm really depending on him and letting him live through me, he can love 
in place of hate. He can love in place of resentment. He loves in place of jealousy, in place of everything that's wicked and deceitful in my heart because he lives and walks with me, because he talks with me. His love can be seen in my life. And I think that's what's powerful for me on just a daily basis. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you, you, you know, it's it's about His love. He healeth the broken mm-hmm. in heart and bindeth up our wounds. It's Him. It's God. Mm-hmm. It's Christ. And hearing His love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation or the substitute mm-hmm. for our sins. And and um, what what should we say of these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? His love. You know, as we close up today, his love brings us to the place we need to be. His love pulls us out of the mire. His love uh, pulls us out of these bad things in life and these dark places. Mm-hmm. It's about him loving us. It's a, and, and friends, can I tell you, we got to get this right. Christ's love does everything. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And God reminds us over and over again that salvation, that our uh, our redemption that our uh you know our eternity depends upon what happened there at calvary it's it's about his love for us and we remember we're sinners you know the bible i don't i don't know how he can love us we're we're such dirty sinners you know the bible says that we all fall short of the glory of god that as it is written there are none righteous there's no one on the face of this earth that is righteous there's no one here 7.8 billion people according to the world clicker yesterday 7 0.87 people uh, out there in this world, almost 8 billion people in the world right now. And God loves every single one of them. He died for every single one of them. The sin we have, it, it doesn't matter to God. God loves us. And we got to grasp that love. And But you know, there's a problem with sin. And uh, the, the Bible tells us that uh, uh, there's a price. A better way of saying that is there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death over there in the book of Romans. And, you know, we think about chapter six there in Romans and, uh, for the wages of sin is death. And I can, I can tell you with that verse and in the back of my mind that as a sinner, that's what we deserve. That's what I deserve. I go to bad places. There's bad things in my mind. And you'll say, well, you know, brother Doug, you're married. You do right inside of God. You help people. No, I don't do anything. I have the same wicked heart that everybody in this whole world has. But it's knowing that God loves us. It's knowing that he covers that sin. It's knowing that our lives, our existence, our eternity is based on that love. So first, we know we're sinners, and we, we know that because of that sin, we're all going to die. The wages of sin is death. But then those great words come to us, Stephanie, over there in, a, uh, in the book of Romans, in chapter 5 and verse 8, but God commendeth his love toward us. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And we got to remember, before any of us were born, God took in, into account that he loved us, that we were sinners, and because of that sin, we were going to die. But he loved us so much that he's commending his love toward us, that he's trusting, uh, that he's given, I'm sorry, he's imputing on us. He's given us his righteousness, but we got to accept it, folks. We can know we're sinners. We can know that because of sin, we're going to die. And we can know that Jesus paid that price, that sin price, but God commended his love toward us. While we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. We can know that's not. 
and still go to hell because the Bible is real clear what needs to happen from there, that we must speak it with our mouth and believe it with our heart. So if we want to be saved, if we want to uh, accept Christ's love, and it's so important as we look at this chapter on love and and we look at that verse as, as we got started, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, we can know that. We can know we're sinners. We can know there's a price on sin. And we can know that Jesus paid that price and still not be part of God's army. Because the Bible tells us that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth in Romans 10, 9, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And I want to point out there's no works in there. We're not climbing steps. We're not doing things to be saved. We're trusting in Christ alone. And then it goes on and explains in verse number 10 of Romans 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So dear friends, as we come to you today, please understand that I couldn't walk on an army base. I couldn't go shopping in a military store. I couldn't put on an army uniform until I enlisted. When I enlisted, I got all the benefits of being a member of the United States Army. God's army is the same way, dear friends. He loves you. God loves you in this 64th podcast. He loved you on the first one. He loved you before you were born. He knew you in your mom's womb, but you have to make a choice. You need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you haven't done that, would you do that today? And you say, well, Brother Doug, I need more information. Call me. Call our secretaries. Call anywhere. We'll get on the phone with you. We'll talk to you about what you need to know to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Well, we sure do love you folks, and we're so thankful for Christ. We're so thankful that he loves us today, and and we're honored to share that with you. And uh, Drop by our pages. Stop and maybe see us on our personal pages and drop us a PM or drop us a PM over there on Helpful Wounded Spirits. It's an honor to be with you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.